Hello, good morning. Today's reading follows the Gospel according to John chapter 6, verses 25 to 35. And we read, When the disciples found Jesus on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Today and tomorrow there should be real celebrations. Let us take a gratitude challenge during this time. And let us think, for example, we always talk about counting our blessings. Let's do it. At home, write it down, a list of 100 things you're thankful for. Some might think that it's too many. If that is the case, we can try this. Write 10 living people you are grateful for. Write 10 people who have died that you are grateful for. Write 10 physical abilities you are grateful for. Write 10 material possessions you are grateful for. Write 10 things about nature you are grateful for. Write 10 things about today you are grateful for. Write 10 places on earth you are grateful for. Write 10 modern-day inventions you are grateful for. Write 10 foods you are grateful for. Write 10 things about the gospel and your church you are grateful for. When we make a list like this, we discover that a list of 100 doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of all the things God has given us. And why is that? Because when we start to acknowledge and thank not only others, but also God for everything that we have, we begin to appreciate our blessings. People usually look at what is missing and not what they already have. Most people are the mindset that sees the glass as half empty and not as half full. And when we behave in that way, we are not pleasing to God. There are many who may say that it's not that they are ungrateful. They say they don't want to be lazy or conformist. They want to achieve perfection or excellence in life in things. But we know that there are not perfect things. Only God is perfect. 
Many times we can't think because we have been raised in an environment with constant criticism and hard demands. We've been told that things shouldn't be done in the way we have done them. And every time when we did something, especially when we were children, we were criticized and we were told we had to do better than that because what we did was not good enough. It wasn't right. It was not well done. And we grew up with that mindset, and unfortunately, most of us also raise our children in the same way. And if that's not stopped at some point in time, we'll go on not knowing that criticism doesn't lead anywhere. Criticism doesn't lead to perfection. Criticism only leads to being more critical and complaining and less grateful to less recognition of all we can be thankful for. Criticism doesn't allow us to be grateful. We must be grateful and less critical. God wants us to be perfect, but perfect in love, perfect in faith and trust in Him, perfect in obedience to His Word, and perfect in accomplishing the things He asks of us for the Word. And the blessing or reward for seeking perfection in the things of God is that He'll give us the things that we may be looking for, the material blessings, for example, of this life, that are included with our salvation. That is why we are told in the epistle for today, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. These verses teach us to treasure the things we do have and to ask for the things we need, but not to forget to give thanks. God is a God of love. He always wants to bless us, and He wants us to obtain salvation. But for this, we must first recognize that He is God, who is the creator of all that exists, and that He also created each one of us. The life we have today, if we are here today in this church, breathing, it's because He wants it. God can heal. God can bring the dead back to life. We know this according to the Bible. God can make the poor prosperous. God can change the weather and can dictate the size of the harvest. God can change the external circumstances of any person, any family, community, church, city, or government with the blink of an eye. How many countries and governments throughout history have seemed eternal and unchangeable, yet have disappeared from the face of the earth and are no more, but the word of God continues. On this day in which we remember the day of thanksgiving, God wants to speak to each of us with the words of the gospel, with a clear message from Jesus himself. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. When we accept God's word, we begin to put the things of God in the first place in our life. It applies to accepting that in real life it's God that allows me to work, to grow, to prosper, to get things, to even become rich, and to make my family life full of every blessing. These things come from God, 
and he gives them, and he can also take them away if it is the case. But it's not just that he takes away in life, but he could be taken away also our salvation. For that reason, we are invited to acknowledge that bread that he offers. We avoid ourselves to live under God's care when we don't first consider this bread of life. And these words from Jesus are very sincere. We are invited to accept that he is the only one that can give us a plentiful life. We want to follow him because the blessing that we do have in our lives depends on him. When we turn away from God, we part ways with God and we begin to live a life in our own way, but without God's blessing. We read, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life which the Son of Man will give you. Many people think that all they have achieved in life was through their own efforts and their own intelligence, proficiency, and their own hard work. But all that we have comes from God. God allows us to get all the material we have, and it's God who gives life. That's the most important aspect of today's message. If you can go home knowing that it's God who gives you everything, starting with your life, and if you accept this, he'll give you all, and you will retain everything you have, and you even will increase it because everything will be done according to your commitment to him. And not least of all, after this life of faith, your faith and your commitment will give you eternal salvation. We have decided to love him and believe in him, believing that he is our Lord and God and creator of all that exists, and that he wants to give us a bountiful harvest, full of everything that starts in this life on earth. That's the promise of the greater harvest with the imperishable bread that we want to share today. And for this reason, we want to be grateful. The moment we begin to give thanks, everything begins to change in our life. We feel better every day when we start the new day, Thank him for everything, even for the things that are happening in our life that we don't understand and sometimes they don't like us. It calms our breathing to be thankful, our heart rate returns to normal, our health and our physical life begin to improve because we decided to put our trust in God. We've decided to start living wisely, and we know that if we are members of God's family, everything starts to improve in our life, and of course, beyond this. Before going to bed this evening, I encourage you to do the exercise of counting the things you are grateful for. Practice and you'll begin to get better. Stop criticizing and complaining. Rather, think and see that the love of God begins to cover your life and change things that seem not to move. Jesus wants to bless us, wants, to, wants us to rejoice, to live well, happily, and cheerful. For this, we are invited to be grateful to him for everything we have. May the miracles that come by being grateful touch every one of us today. And we pray, our Lord, thank you for each new morning with its light, for the rest and shelter of the night, for health and food, for love and friends, for everything your goodness sends. Amen. I wish you a wonderful week.